Today's podcast is brought to you by PIRN, the Pokemon Internet Radio Network, streaming music all day, every day, from the Pokemon games, anime, and more. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 171st episode of the Pokemon Podcast 171. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Will. I'm really confused because it's dark outside, and it's usually sunshiny when we're talking, Steve. That's true. What what happened? We're doing another night show. A night show? The last night show we did with was uh, Sean. We lost that episode. So now, hopefully we don't lose this episode. You lost that episode. I, I, I will take I full blame. had nothing to do with it. Sean probably <laughs> listens every week and goes, I at one point had an episode. But we'll get him back on. <sighs> I am going to be super positive this episode. Super <laughs> positivo. Uh, for, for our listeners, uh, Travis, again, is not here. Uh, I actually, to my own mistake, forgot I was supposed to record tonight until our guest... Well, I'll introduce in a second. Reminded me, but uh, I don't. Travis usually doesn't work on a last-minute schedule like Will does. Not saying that Will is better than Travis or vice versa, but well, I think you're stuck with Will. And and I think we should all respect the fact that I'm giving up Thursday night SmackDown to be here. That's true. That's true. Well, our guest with us today, another Kickstarter backer. He has big shoes to fill from uh, last week's episode uh, with Greg, who. Really fought the. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, go ahead and do that. But Greg really made a compelling case of why Ors is an enjoyable game. If I didn't know any better, he would have convinced me. But I, I do know the dark secrets of Ors. But with us today, we have Drew. What's up, guys? Drew Destiny Killer. Maxwell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Drew, another Kickstarter backer. Obviously, big fan to donate. Um, such a large amount of money. <laughs> Is that well? I mean, to each their own for value of money. But uh, I, I, I knew Drew before him being on today's show because we uh, we met through Destiny. We played Destiny together a lot. Obviously, you were a fan of the show, and we added each other on PlayStation Network. But uh, countless nights of uh, the three of us spending yep. many hours <laughs> hunting aliens. Yep. We're we're very fond of accents on the show. Will and I have <laughs> quite and Travis have quite the boring accents, but Drew has a very strong Southern ac- accent. You're welcome. <laughs> really? Uh, wait, wait, wait. There is an accent issue between you and I because I had to explain to you what uh, soft meant. Soft. 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 S O F T. No. S A W F T. Yes. Which is soft. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I mean, I, I just, just say, say a lot of things wrong. There's really n- no great accent here. <laughs> Good old delusion Pokemon. 
Steve Phonics. Uh, what was the other one I got wrong last week? Uh, Quilladin. Oh, Quillian. yeah. Quillian. <laughs> it was so good. Um, Drew, first time being on. Uh, let's uh, let the listeners get to know you a little better. Everyone knows being me by now. I pronounce everything wrong. Uh, everyone knows Will, of course, the breeder extraordinaire, lover of uh, Florgis. <laughs> see how I, see what I did there? Well, I mean, it's very confusing. Very confusing. <laughs> uh, true, you're from you're from the south, of course. I am. Uh, how long have you been listening to It's Super Effective? Um, since about a month before X and Y dropped, I was just at work, and I decided I need something to listen to while I was at work. So, and I've always been a Pokemon fan, so I looked up Pokemon podcasts, and y'all were the first one. So, <laughs> as we should be. <laughs> <laughs> Long-time Pokemon fan, when did you start playing? What was your first game? Uh, I've been a fan since before I started playing. I don't know what year that was, but I actually was a fan when Red and Blue came out. Um, my cousin played that, and I was always wanting to watch him play that and everything, but I didn't have a Game Boy or anything, so I couldn't. But then Silver and Gold came out, and I was given a Game Boy and Silver version for Christmas, and I've been hooked ever since. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, what favorite favorite Pokemon? Do you have one? Have many? Uh, I have three, but we'll go with Sableye as my favorite. Wasn't that was one of uh, Greg's choices last week too? Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Where where are the other two? What are the well, the top three roaming around here? Uh, Umbreon and Hawlucha. Okay. All right. All right. See now the now our listeners have figured out the pattern that the favorite Pokemon is always. The guest's favorite Pokemon is always the Pokemon of the week, so now they have like three Pokemon mm-hmm. to pick from. Yes, I would I call those. Stay the, tuned. <laughs> I would call those the bro Kmon though, because it's like if once somebody says Umbreon, you know they're a bro. <laughs> <laughs> Umbreon's like a dude Pokemon. Is that what you're saying? He's he's the dude Pokemon. You go into a frat house and they're just like they got big Umbreon banners up on the <laughs> walls of and Delta stuff. House or something. Then Umbreon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, guys, I'm part of the Umbreon frat. Real chill. Yeah, bro. Real chill, man. Real chill. Uh, real chill. We got an exciting show for you guys. Uh, we are uh, really light on news, of course, just coming off the back end of Greg's episode, which was recorded on Sunday. It didn't come out till Tuesday uh, just due to some technical issues. But, of course, obviously the show has got up and running for you guys. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday night. It probably you probably won't be listening till to it till Saturday. I just didn't want to release a show so close to another show. So this show should be up Saturday morning um, for your guys your guys's listening pleasure. Uh, so we have a really short, light news segment. Really, only one article, but uh, we are bringing back Extreme Speed for this episode. There was a lot of requests to bring back uh, Extreme Speed, so I have a list that we're going to run Drew through a little bit later on. And, of course, it'll have the fancy music and everything, and hopefully it'll be a good time. Explain the rules. If you're a new listener and you don't know what extreme speed is, uh, we'll break it down for you when we get there. And then we also have some listener email. I have uh, one, two, three, four, five emails of listener questions. One or two might be questions we've covered before, but uh, uh, they're pretty open-ended questions, so it gives us something to talk about. We have our item of the week, of course. Uh, It seems to be a popular segment, at least. Uh, it's been going over well, and then of course we'll end with our Pokemon of the week. So that's kind of the show for you guys today. Uh, before we dive too deep, 
let's uh, recap our. I, won't, I usually say weekends because the shows are recorded on Sundays, but it is Thursday now. Uh, Will, how's your week? Uh, I mean, it's been fine because I took off from work on Tuesday uh, because I thought uh, Destiny was going to update at 4 a.m. And then <laughs> on Monday afternoon, I found out that they've changed their clock and it now updates at 1 p.m. But that was fine. I was still home, so I got to play Destiny all day on Tuesday, which is the new uh, updated content, which is lots of fun to play. House of Wolves. House of Wolves. I, actually, uh, I like that they did the, the tw- well, for me it was 12 p.m. release. I, th- I, th- I felt like it made the day less stressful. Yeah, yeah, because I remember when uh, the previous release came out and you were literally up at 4 a.m. trying to do that strike <laughs> and everything and not having a good time at all. Um, yeah. But this time you and I could just like chill and we did the story missions and, you know, it was just very relaxed and, and having fun. Yeah, um, this was a lot more laid back this time for sure. So if you had to be in one of the four uh, fallen houses, which house would you be in? Drew, which house? Uh, house of Devils because I like red and black. <laughs> Steve, which house? Uh, I would I would go with the House of Wolves because... They're very rebellious. And which house would I be in? It's very obvious. The House, kings? Of, the house of Kings? Nope. Oh. House Judgment. <laughs> I sit in judgment of all you fools every single uh, day. You forgot about that one, didn't you? I, I mean, fair enough. <laughs> Drew, of course, I will ask you how your week was. I, I feel it's going to be very similar to Will's week. Yep. Uh pretty much been playing destiny that's about it <laughs> and uh oh well my birthday was yesterday so oh yeah happy birthday. <laughs> wait how sad is that that destiny was more important than his birthday oh happy birthday much, man so. would, would you turn uh, 23 yeah all right for all your identity thieves out there do your math <laughs> all right now you got his name you got his birthday you got that he lives in the south mm-hmm. at the end of the show we'll give you his social just keep listening yeah, and it'll come. Uh, <laughs> uh, you won't get any money, I promise. <laughs> uh, pretty similar uh, week to these two for myself. Uh, some Destiny and uh, uh, some wrestling as well. Nothing too exciting here. I work. I moved my cubicle at work. I got pushed into a different cubicle, so that was. I guess it was. It was. Actually, exciting because I could clean everything up and rearrange everything differently. Because I I have a bunch of Pokemon plushes that I have on my desk, and so I, I have a bunch of other like vinyl toys and everything. I don't know if you're a long time listener, you probably know that I collect toys and plushes and stuff. But uh, I was able to redo my my setup, and then I stole somebody else's uh, cinema display. So now I have two screens on my desk, which is nice, very exciting. And then we uh, we have an electronic fireplace. At our work, it, it it's it can provide heat, but you can just turn it off so it's a fireplace. And so we stole that and moved it into the cube. And I'm gonna bring in a rug on Monday, uh, and we're gonna lay out the rug. And we're gonna make it real classy in our cube. It's just me and another guy that share this cube together. Um, Are you gonna get your slippers and pipe and everything? <laughs> one one would hope. Um, <laughs> so we're trying to make the cube more homely. Yeah, I I used to have the uh, Unova Pokedex on the wall of my office, um, but now I don't have any Pokemon items in my office. Mm -mm -mm. 
You gotta be representing at work. No, actually, work is the one place where I don't need to represent. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I swear, the- I swear, I swear to you, and I, I've said this before, and I will say it a thousand times. Georgetown University is the only university in this country where you can walk from one end of the campus to the other end of the campus and do six circles around the campus and not get a single street pass on your 3DS. Those kids just are so lame. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to think of like, there should be a study of like what schools play like the most video games and then break it down either further to see if like they're like mostly Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo. PC. Well, I, I would get, imagine a lot of PC gaming happens at college. Yeah, I'll I mean, have, I, I could ask to them a, to uh, check the network traffic and find out. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> I go to a um, com- like a community college, and so I get probably six street passes every time I go there, and it's always the same people, and every one of them actually plays Pokemon. So, but I don't know who any of them are. So. <laughs> we just all get our street passes. But. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we have a little bit of awesome news, I guess. It was pretty exciting this morning. Uh, the There was rumors yesterday, uh, on Wednesday, that a new Pokemon game would be announced on Thursday morning. Uh, this was found on the Japanese Pokemon website, that there was some line that pretty much suggested that a new game was coming. Everyone freaked out. Rumors kind of pointed to Pokemon Z or whatever. Uh, but instead, uh, we woke up this morning to find out that Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon, uh, has been announced according to the press release on Pokemon.com. Uh, look forward to the launch of Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon in winter 2015, continuing in the legacy of exciting Pokemon Mystery Dungeon video games. With dungeon layouts that change every time you enter them, the fun never ends. Battle alongside legendary and mythical Pokemon to save the world from a crisis in a tale of unprecedented unprecedented scale. I was doing so good until I got to that word. Keep checking Pokemon.com for more information about Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon and get ready for the arrival of the impressive mystery dungeons that will surpass all others. And I was kind of excited for all Zelta, Demerald, or whatever. <laughs> right, Pokemon Emerald. Zemerald Ranger. Uh, and this is this is going to be for the 3DS, uh, and according to Pokemon.com, it is a one-player game. Uh, but I think all Mystery Dungeons have been one-player besides a couple Street Pass features. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Did the previous one have Street Pass features? Yeah, it did, because I kept getting them, and I didn't know what they did, because I didn't enjoy the last one. Uh, Gates to Infinity. To yeah. I was watching some gameplay footage of that just to catch up for this news story, and um, I mean, the graphics have certainly improved over the last time I played a Mystery Dungeon game, which would have been Blue Rescue Rangers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there's just something about the Mystery Dungeon games that I I just, mm, I I love, because I'm super positive, super positive. I love (laughs) Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I'm so happy that they decided to do Mystery Dungeon instead of Pokemon Ranger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the only Mystery Dungeon I played uh, was Gates to Infinity, and I didn't didn't really enjoy it that much. I played Red Rescue Dungeon or whichever one that one was for the Game Boy Advance. But that That's, was it. Yeah, the, the original one. Yeah. And what were th- what were your thoughts on that? Um, I liked it. It was different, but I've always just been a main series fan, so. Main series kind of thing. Uh, according to uh, pretty much the same 
article on Polygon. Uh, the last spinoff, of course, was Mystery Dungeon, which was in 2005. Oh, I'm sorry. Mystery Dungeon itself, uh, the series since 2005, has sold more than 13 million units, according to Nintendo. And then Gates to Infinity was released in 2013. Oh, man. I just saw something on the Famitsu site, which gets me very excited if sarcasm <laughs> is something you can interpret from the tone of my voice. But this is being produced in conjunction with Spike Chunsoft. And uh, Spike Chunsoft is the um, company that does Warrior's Way on the 3DS Street Pass oh, okay. games, which is possibly the best of those. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> oh... I'm so pumped for this. <laughs> yeah, uh, not really what I wanted to wake up to. I uh, would rather have them announce, like, uh, Pokemon Tekken uh, mm -hmm. for Wii U or something. I was wanting, like, a red and blue remake for the uh, 20th anniversary. I thought that would well, be Well, cool, now we there's going to be somebody speaking at E3 like at E3 for the 20th anniversary. So you never know what's going to come out of that. That's true. I do. I do feel like at this point that if we do get a main series game, it's not going to be till spring of 2016. I can't yeah. imagine that in this short amount of time that they are going to put out a main series game in the fall and this in the winter on top of what we know that game freak is making another game for the summer. Um, and, Pretty much for the last six, seven years, we've always gotten that announcement in like March or April, and we're well past that now. Yeah. The nice thing about the Mystery Dungeon games, which I don't know if everybody realizes, but they are like Mystery Dungeon is, uh, how do you describe it? It's like they have many different lines of Mystery Dungeon games, and it's kind of just like they pop in the characters from a certain franchise and make that a Mystery Dungeon game. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's not that much work from Game Freak to make a Mystery Dungeon game. Right. Because they're kind of just inserting their characters into this core functionality, which is developed by somebody else. Yeah. So, so uh, since this was really our main news article, I pulled up the pulled up some information about the Mystery Dungeon games in general. So Mystery Dungeon Blue and Rescue Team and Red Rescue Team. Uh, yeah. Those were uh, Red Rescue Team was released on the Game Boy Advance, and Blue Rescue Team was released on the the Nintendo DS, both in two thousand five. Um, yeah, well, in, in Japan at least, in North America, that was two thousand six. Uh, following that was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon: Explorers of Time and Explorers of Darkness, which was the Nintendo three Nintendo DS, and that was Japan two thousand seven, um, North America two thousand eight. Following that, we had Mystery Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky, which was, uh, again, Nintendo DS. That's going to be 2009. Um, and that came out uh, 2009 in all three regions here. Uh, to note that uh, Explorers of Sky was an enhanced remake of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Time and Explorers of Darkness. And then we have... Uh, a Mystery Dungeon game only released in Japan, which was also in 2009. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, keep going, Blazing Adventure Squad, let's go, Stormy Adventure <laughs> Squad, and go for it, and then Light Adventure Squad. 
and those were all WiiWare games in 2009. Those games, again, developed by Chunsoft, published by Nintendo. They used Wii Connect 24, so new missions were being added when the Wii was asleep. That mm, powerful Wii, Wii software there. <laughs> And then uh, players could were able to share data throughout all the games. There were three games in total, even though that title I said was really long. It was three titles combined. And uh, it was advertised through McDonald's at the time. Again, only in Japan. And then finally, we got Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Gates to Infinity, which was uh, 2012 for Japan, uh, North America, March of 2013. And uh, then we just got the latest announcement, which will uh, come out in Japan in uh, autumn, North America in winter, and then Europe will get that in spring of 2016. But we'll, Japan and us will get it by the end of the year. So I guess we'll we'll pretty much have the whole game laid out for us before it even comes to North America, since it's coming to Japan first. Oh, so yeah. they'll they'll post all the spoilers and we'll know everything about it before. Yeah. Before it comes out, yeah. So there's been what are the other uh, mystery dungeons? There's been Dragon Quest mystery dungeons, Shirin the Wanderer, which I've never heard of, uh, Chocobo from Final Fantasy, uh, Pokemon, and then there's been some that were like independent. Oh well, there's the Etrian Odyssey one now. I think is one of the more recent ones. Um, so those different franchises have had mystery dungeon games, and they're all pretty much the same thing. You go in the dungeon. You walk around, you try to do something. You go back in the dungeon, it's different. Yeah. yeah they're all randomly it, generated. It's a mystery <laughs> in a dungeon. In a dungeon. Yeah. And I remember in the first one, you used to have to go to like a Pelipper and he would give you mail that had jobs in it and it was like other Pokemon asking you to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, then you'd have to go in the dungeon and do it successfully, one would hope. Yeah. The- <laughs> The last part I remembered in uh, Gates to Infinity was finally climbing this mountain. It had multiple floors, of course. You keep going up and up, and then at the end there was a, a like two girders or something, and then they were protecting something else. It was probably I didn't play it, so. probably two or three hours in. I didn't get very far, and then I remember sleeping on the floor next to like a like a what was it? An Ashwat, maybe? In 2013. Yeah. No, you had a bed. No, I had like a like a straw mat on a tent because I wasn't like I was outside the city. No, you were living in Milwaukee back then. No, I'm talking about in the game. And <laughs> 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 and uh, Travis, big fan of the second Mystery Dungeon, and I believe that was the one that picked your personality. Well, the first one uh, did your personality too. You oh, had to okay. take like a quiz before you played. Yeah. The uh, Gates to Infinity did, did not have that. Really? Or, yeah, unless they... I'm very positive they didn't have it, because I remember playing both the demo and the final the final game. Obviously, I bought it. But that that's probably what hurt me the most, is I played the demo, and then I had to like redo everything in the real game. And I was just like, ugh. This is, like, the demo was such a slog, and now i got to do that that slow tread again. You know, I I think it's a bad thing to do demos because every time I've tried to do a demo, then I've been like, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> Bravely Default, that demo absolutely made me not play that game. That, demo's, that demo was really bad. That demo was really hard compared to the real game. That's sad. Um, Drove me away. 
Actually, uh, there was one other piece of news that came out. Um, that was pretty much it for Mystery Dungeon. But uh, uh, Pokemon Shuffle added some new stages. They added Lu- the Lucario Megastone is back. Uh, the only difference this time is that instead of uh, doing a time stage, which I think last time was two minute timed. Yeah. Uh, there's a 20 move limit, so you can take your time. Uh, but the still high score will get you a Mega Stone. Uh, top 20,000 people in the United States, I believe top 50,000 in Japan. Um, if you already have the Lucario Mega Stone and you place in the top 20,000, you will get two ge- uh, gems. Um, just by playing it, you will get one gem. So even if you know you can't place the top 20,000, it's still worth playing because you'll get a gem. And they started a new uh, rotation of daily Pokemon. Which so far has been, uh, uh, what is that, the giraffe? giraffe rig. Yep, uh, there was a relicanth. That um, was today? Yep, what was... I Yesterday can't... was a bug rock Pokemon. Or is he just playing bug? Who was it? Shuckle. Oh, yeah, if it was Shuckle, <laughs> I missed it, because I don't remember fighting him. Shuckle. But I think they're on a two-week limit, so if you missed it the first week, they'll come back uh, the same day as next week. Yeah, Shuckle was hard. Um, and I do know my Pokemon. He is Bug Rock. Congrats <laughs> to Will. <laughs> He's also like the fastest Pokemon or something weird like that. <laughs> uh, Lucario does end on Sunday night, so if you're listening to this on Saturday, you'll have one more day to complete it. And uh, finally, the pro tip, pro tip of the week for Pokemon Shuffle. I know we talk about Shuffle a lot, but this is this was the only other bit of news. But pro tip of the week for Regirock. Extremely difficult, 30 moves. Uh, a lot of people in the Slack community, that our Pokemon Slack community, were talking about this, exchanging strategies of, you know, most of us moved to Mega Mawile instead of Lucario or other Pokemon because Mega Mawile was doing it. We came to the conclusion that instead of using four Pokemon, just take three Pokemon with you. So the three I used, well, I used Mega Lucario only because he was my strongest. He was at level eight, but uh, I used uh, Bronzong and Kyogre, and I was able to just those three, and I was able to beat Regirock first try, no items. Um, I didn't catch him yet, but uh, a good feeling to finally beat Regirock. Uh, oh, Regirock is so hard. So the reason why that it works is because without a fourth one, more. Uh, Regirock, what what Pokemon is spawning? It's it's Regirock. It is Regirock. Um, yeah, more Regirock drops appear, into the field, and then it's just more combos. Yeah, so yeah, you get the combo chaining. Yeah, so he basically just starts punching himself in the face because he drops in more Regirocks, but then they just hit other Regirocks, so they they then, combo chain. Yep, and it breaks more of the bricks, which then fills into the chains better. So yeah, taking three Pokemon, not four, and hopefully that will help you beat uh, Regirock. I think he's there for a, another week or so. And in order to, when you have like a four Pokemon level, in order to use only three, what you do is you go to that screen where you would select to swap out one of your Pokemon, and instead of swapping out, you just drag the rightmost one off, and it just falls off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super good strategy. Pro tip of the week. <laughs> and the other pro tip of the week is if you already have Lucario Knight, don't be greedy. You don't need two jewels and stay out of the competition I and mean, let those of us who don't have Lucario Knight get it. Uh, I don't know what I placed last. I wasn't even in the top 20,000, but I haven't really tried. But 
Speaking of trying, what we'll try to do is take a nice relaxing break. And then when we'll come back, we have some listener questions and we'll run through Drew through Extreme Speed. And we got some item and Pokemans of uh, the week. So we will be right back. Today's podcast is brought to you by PIRN, the Pokemon Internet Radio Network, streaming music all day, every day, from the Pokemon games, anime, and more. In addition to music, they feature interviews with players, performers, and other people who help shape the Pokemon community. Each day has a new playlist, so you can keep coming back to find new things. To listen, visit their blog at pirnradio.blogspot.com. That again is pirnradio.blogspot.com. And we are back from our break to talk to you about... uh, about some stuff here. Uh, let's let's do listener email first here. Just kind of knock that out of the way. So if you ever have a question for us, you want it read on the air, uh, you can send in any emails to sbj at pkmncast.com. Uh, just write your question, send it in there. If uh, for any reason you don't remember that, just go to pokemonpodcast.com and click the contact button, and you can send an email from there too. Either way, and then we'll get your question read. We, we've been slacking questions lately, but... Uh, We'll get to him one day. <laughs> I think we did this question before, but we have uh, we have Drew here, and uh, Will's opinion always kind of changes from show to show. So, pretty much uh, from Danny H. Hey guys, we all know SB- how SBJ feels about Lucario. I was wondering what other Pokemon you dislike, and then it's uh, yeah, that part's uh, nothing. But uh, any Pokemon you guys dislike, Miltank. 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 Yeah. Why? Uh, gold and silver version. <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> Pretty much. When I was a noob at Pokemon and didn't know that you could just dig to avoid rollout. And then get that critical hit. Yeah. Well, any uh, Pokemon you dislike? Well, I mean, I love them all, but... And I know I know some people like really have strong feelings of hate towards particular Pokemon. I think the only Pokemon that I grow to hate are the ones where it's at the beginning of the game and they're the ones you like run into fifty billion times. <laughs> um so like uh Splatoon. What's his name? Water poison squid dude. Uh tentacle. Tentacle, that one. Because you're always running like a billion that you're trying to surf around <laughs> Hoenn, and it's like, ah, oh, I'm I'm playing Splatoon, and you're playing Pokemon. I'm just gonna jump up here, and then you're like, no, you die because I have a psychic type Pokemon, and then you're like, go two squares, and then it's like, ah, oh, I'm Splatoon, I'm gonna come and get you, and you're like, no, I've got a psychic Pokemon, I'm gonna kill you again, and then you dive, and you're like going around all the underwater stuff in Hoenn, and it's like, oh, I'm Splatoon. I was rolling around in my ink to get away from the other squid kids. And then you're like, no, because I still have a psychic-type Pokemon, and you take it out, and there you go. That's There you go. That's Splatoon. That is the Pokemon that I hate. <laughs> I, would, I would probably say that I'm not the biggest fan of Drowsy. Drowsy? Yeah, he's kind of like creepy-looking. Yeah, but he's like super meme heavy because like every Japanese everything always has uh what are those things called? Um Travatars or whatever? No, Travatars. That's no, that's <laughs> Travis's uh uh 
pets. Tapers, tapers. Yes, yeah, so that was yeah. close. And they're always considered to be like dream eater things. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite cards in Vanguard uh, is based on a taper. <laughs> who eats people's dreams. It's not called Dreamweaver. Dreamweaver is a discontinued Macromedia slash Adobe product. And a song. By who? Uh, <laughs> I could have told you if you didn't ask me. <laughs> you. Aeros- is not Aerosmith, is it? No. no. Seriously? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know the song. I know the song too. I don't know who it's by. I'm not going to attempt to sing it, but I know who <laughs> it is. By Gary good, Wright? be good. It's super effective debut. Was that like in... Um, uh, it's by Gary White, Wright. Is that was that in like uh, what's that dude from the basement? And he's like in Chicago. Pete Hunt? <sighs> no, from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> you got me, man. You, wait, I can find it. Hold on. Uh, internet, internet. Tell me your secrets. Uh, I was wrong. Wayne's World. Wayne's oh, World. Yeah. I know that movie. <laughs> Dreamweaver was featured in Wave Wayne's World. Perfect. I hope all of you guys, when you go and do your Google searches, you in, you chant the enchantment, internet, internet, tell me your secrets. <laughs> Otherwise, your Google results are not going to be any good. The old vintage Wayne's World. Ugh. All right. This next question is, it's titled, choose one from uh, Matt C., he pretty much has three questions. One, their title, Charmander, Squirtle, Bulbasaur. So you're supposed to like choose one as like you would if you were to pick one. But I'm just gonna read all three questions because they're all they're all they're all good. I'm gonna do them all. Um, so the first question is, which Pokemon, aside from Charizard, obviously, do you think is the most hyped slash overrated, and why? And do you think that it's justified? Um, are we talking in Smogon rules or not Smogon rules? I think just in like media in general, <laughs> games and. Movies, kind of. I mean, there's a couple on the top of my head. Well, I mean, Charizard is another Brokemon, but I would also put uh, Mewtwo, Mewtwo X, Mewtwo Y, Mewtwo Z, Mewtwo <laughs> the entire alphabet as another Brokemon. I think Lucario is overhyped. Yeah, I agree. That was one of mine. I also think uh, Suicune is up there. Yeah. Uh, Suicune is nice. He purifies the water. I'm trying to think of who's had the most movies out of all the things. Yeah, Lugia is pretty pretty overhyped, but he's he's pretty. He's awesome, awesome though. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Uh, Metagross. If you're actually like playing the VGC, oh, that's true. How many years was it? Like Metagross Cresselia was the final round of everything. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Oh, and uh, Pachirisu, because just because one dude could make it work <laughs> does not make it the best Pokemon ever. All um, right, that's also true. I think uh, Zoroark was trying to follow in Lucario's shoes, but it didn't stick as well. Because all cool. he did was just look like everybody else's forms. Uh, Zoroark is one of the coolest Pokemon ever. He is cool. He's cool. Don't get me wrong, but. Uh, so don't it, claim that he's overhyped. He's I'm got just, the best I'm just Pokemon movie of all Pokemon They tried to make movies. him Lucario 2.0, and I didn't like uh, that. All right, all right. Uh, next question is, if you could change a Pokemon's primary or secondary type to water but still keep its current design, moveset, 
etc. Which would it be and why? That's so complicated. <laughs> it's like why would I turn uh, Blaziken into a water type? It doesn't learn any water type moves. Um, I mean, and anyways, you can do that by soak, right? That turns it into water type. Yep. yep. Hmm. I mean, is there is there a Pokemon that you would want to be water type that isn't? I'd say because Snorlax can learn surf. And it would be really funny, like, if Pokemon were real and you were swimming, like, in the ocean or something, to just see a Snorlax would be <laughs> probably swimming terrifying. But <laughs> I think hmm. it'd be funny. I mean, it's just a big cat. Um, and cats don't like water, so it'd be, like, ironic. So. That's true. Uh, drowsy. I want to see Drowsy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's such a hard question because water types are another, like the entire set of water types are Brokemon. Bros always love, like they always want the water starter. Oh, you know, I'm first off, bro. You are the broiest yeah, of bros. I mean, to what really bothers me about a specific water Pokemon, which is Surskit, he is the only bug water Pokemon. And then they take that away from him when he evolves. <laughs> that bothers me a lot. That's true. Hmm. Maybe I would want to see uh, Greninja get a second water type so that when it uses um, that <laughs> ability where it can become other types, then it can still have water type too. Oh, okay. I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> so it starts out as dark water water, and then it uses, what is it? What is it color change? Now, what is the ability that where it changes type to whatever Guardian. move it? Protean? Protean, yeah. So then, like, it'll get stabbed from its move, but it'll still be water type, too. Yeah. There you go. I win. <laughs> there you go. I think a lot of uh, flying-type Pokemon could benefit from a secondary type that isn't normal. Or just, like, I wish there was more pure flying-type instead of the first and second-gen problem of making every flying Pokemon normal flying. Yeah. I always thought Lugia was supposed to be water-type, so... Oh, yeah, good call. What is he? Uh, psychic flying. Psychic flying, yeah. He always struck me as water type, too. Well, because in the intro to he's like, uh, Silver, he's, he's like swimming underwater. Right, yeah. And also, like, ho is the fire, and he's, like, not the water, except he came from the water. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Last question from Matt here is, which Pokemon do you think made a huge jump in design from the second evolution to the third evolution, and was this better or worse? And then he says, love the show, Matt. Well, thanks, Matt, for the three qu all three questions. Very good. Very great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, Bagon. Yeah, Bagon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that uh, when I first saw... Why can't I think of his name? I keep thinking Pignition. Tepig. Tepig. <laughs> When I first saw Tepig, I I thought he would evolve into like a four leg, four legged boar with huge tusks, and I did not imagine like the two legged Embor that appeared with a barrel around him. <laughs> he looks like a Donkey Kong villain. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect that. That was probably a huge jump in design, in my opinion. Uh, I think Samurai's way different than Oshawott. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah superior kind of fits the Snivy line, but uh, yeah, yeah Samurott again also doesn't fit that like Oshawott 
wagon. And for uh, Pokemon, I was going to say for Pokemon that have completely expected evolutions, uh, Tangela into Tangrowth. <laughs> it's like all you did was take away the legs and give it some goofy arms. Well, when you think about it too, uh, Dragonite's like super different than Dragonair and Dragon or Dragon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, isn't the uh, isn't the rumor or the the mythos that that Dra- Dratini was supposed to evolve into Dragonair and then was supposed to evolve into Gyarados and Magikarp was actually supposed to evolve into Dragonite. Oh, there's another one. Magikarp to Gyarados, duh. Yeah, <laughs> but, but they yeah. do that a lot. It's like, because, right, like, Bagon and Shelgon are supposed to uh, be, have become Flygon mm-hmm. and then the uh, Trapinch and Vibrava were supposed to come Salamence and they messed that up. Yeah. Ugh. It's like somebody sitting like in front of all the designers and was like, "Yeah, this this is looking really good, guys. Looking really good." But uh, how about we just throw a curveball? Let's just switch these two around. Yeah, yeah, you like that? All right, cool. Let's do that. <laughs> That's like the the whole Venonat uh, butterfly butterfree thing. It's like there was a designer just like, "Oh, it's supposed to be a butterfly Pokemon," and then just scrolls down the list, sees uh, butterfree first or whatever. Because that's like, I don't know, I feel like that's a super big, this one was supposed to be this, this one was supposed to be yeah. this, just based off the designs. But. Yeah. Well, great questions from Matt. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. join them. Uh, I also think, wait, wait, wait. Uh, is it Rhydon that becomes Rhyperior? Yeah. Because yeah. Rhyperior, like everything previous is uh, is on four legs, right? No, I guess Mm-mm. maybe not. No, yeah, right. Just Rhyhorn. Two legs. Rhyhorn. All yeah, right. Sorry, well, Rhyhorn. Rhyhorn into Rhydon is a pretty strange transition. Yeah, he just kind of stands up instead. What about Feebas to Melodic? Yeah. That was kind of, yeah. That That's weird, but when then you compare that to Magikarp oh, and Gyarados, it's uh-huh. like, oh, okay. You just kind of. You guys just made me realize the weirdest of them all. Clam Pearl into <laughs> Huntail or Gorobis. It's like it's a clam, and then all of a sudden it's an eel. And it's like, where did that come from? Eels come from pearls, man. Eels do not come from pearls. Pearl eggs. What are you talking about? <laughs> there. I just won again. That's that perfect. is the weirdest evolution ever. You're not wrong. Uh, next question is from Connor. Connor R. If you could choose a Pokemon to be your real your partner in real life, who would it be? Well, I've answered this like a billion times. I, I, mean, I said it's, some it's, of the questions might be repeats. Some of them I just might be rereading again because I forgot to unstar them. <laughs> Cyndaquil. Or Chespin. Or you would want like a more useful Pokemon? Flababy. Cyndaquil, it lights all my cigarettes for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Cyndaquil, time to smoke. And he's like, chuk, chuk. and he's like, all right, thanks. No. Children, I do not smoke. I do not smoke cigarettes. That is all humor. <laughs> um, Drew, you got one? I'm trying to decide. It would probably be Sableye because if I had said Umbreon that's just like having a dog so it wouldn't be that exciting but Sableye you could like 
I don't know. You could he, you could, he could go invisible and go do stuff. I don't know. You could so, eat some gems for you. Oh uh, yeah, think, I could get diamonds and stuff. I think Sableye nice. is cool, like as in like. Yeah, you're a cool bro to hang out with, but the thing is, I would not want to fall asleep in any room that a sable I could get into because you don't know what that dude is going to do while you're sleeping. He you cannot, you cannot trust a sable eye. I feel too like much. he'd be he'd be sleeping under the bed. Would be like his his jam. Yeah. Well, yeah, I but- change change my mind on that one. He is a little creepy. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when they were in the cave and it's like all you see is the sable eye smile in the darkness, like Cheshire Cat kind of. I mean, he's just going to play tricks on you. He's a prankster. But still, I don't need that every day of my life. <laughs> yeah. I would probably end up going with something like ridiculous, like a Gyarados or something. Just so that, like, if you're out of the lake or something, you have this, you don't even need a boat or anything. Do, do oh. you, uh, the, the question doesn't say if you get, like, a Pokeball or something to put them in. Or if they're just always <laughs> out. <laughs> always hanging out with you, like, in... Uh, Soul Silver, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would probably I say like I would probably say like Pidgeot would be kind of cool because he's he's big enough to ride, but not too big enough that he can't fit in your living room. Yeah, just have a giant bird cage. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just give him his own room, kind of thing. <laughs> or you could have a Meowth, and like anytime you go to Starbucks, he's like, I'm, I'll pay. <laughs> <laughs> Payday. All right. There we go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, payday. Ah, last question here from Danny H. Hey, guys, in a recent episode, probably not recent since I'm really bad at keeping up on emails. Uh, in a recent episode, Will was saying how everyone should download Pokemon Shuffle when an idea popped in my head. What if in a spin-off game, Troze, Shuffle, Conquest, you captured rare Pokemon and bring them into the main game? I know the Ranger series touched on that for a bit. But I would definitely think that would improve sales and all the spinoffs. What do you think on? What do you think of this? Keep doing what you're doing, except playing Destiny because it's awful. Oh, he's so False. wrong. I and I know, I know who this Danny is. Um, <laughs> I know exactly where he lives. You got his digits. Um, I don't have his digits, but I know exactly where he lives, and I frequent that state in the union at least two or three times a year, so I can go to his house. Um, but what I would say is. Uh, I actually had that same thought, you know, both about Shuffle because there are prizes in Shuffle, but also with Rumble World where I was kind of hoping and specifically for uh, Manaphy, right? Because you could only get Manaphy in Pokemon Ranger games. And since there hasn't been a Pokemon Ranger game or at least and in the latest Pokemon Ranger games, they were like limited time. You could get the Manaphy egg. Um there's just been no way to get a legit Manaphy. So that's I would like to see that become available through some other type of game, and then you'd be able to transfer it into your main game, like through Pokemon Bank or something like that. Yeah, it's clear that with Pokemon Bank, it's really easy for them to send you Pokemon in such a way, as we saw with the for Alligator, Typhlosion, Meganium thing, just by renewing your Pokemon Bank. It would be cool that, like, in Pokemon Shuffle that you make, like, time-exclusive stages or harder stages that if you get... It doesn't even have to be a rare exclusive Pokemon, but even, like, a, here's how you can get a shiny Pikachu, or here's how you can get, like, a Totodile with a move it normally doesn't learn. That's not overpowered or anything, but it's like, oh, this 
just like how Pikachu had Surf at one point. Obviously, that's a cool thing, but you wouldn't bring a Pikachu into a competitive battle just because it knows Surf. But we don't see that at all, so it's a little disappointing. Well, we don't know what, what they're going to do. That's true. That's true. I mean, we are getting another Mystery Dungeon game. Whether it ties in with anything else is... Who knows, oh, man. But- if that Mystery Dungeon game gives you a Manaphy egg, I'm going <laughs> to buy it. And I mean, I already have Manaphy now, but uh, thanks to um, Genetic Insect on Twitter. Uh, but <laughs> I would still like want to get another one just to have like earned it. I mean, even if, even if they did something like, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't going to download Pokemon Rumble, even if it's free, because they've have no interest in that or they've played the old ones and you know they realize that game's not for them but if they were like hey if you download pokemon rumble you'll get like a shiny geodude just for downloading it and it'll get sent to your box that would once the the game is downloaded you're more likely to play it than to go through the hassle of downloading it because you know you don't want to play it if that makes sense yeah like it's already on your device now not that anyone wants a shiny Geodude, but it was the first Pokemon I thought of. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Something a little cooler. Like a, like a drowsy people love that Pokemon. <laughs> um, cool. So great questions. Would love to do more. I, uh, so if, if you have a question for us, just shoot us an email at sbj at pkmncast.com and we can read it on the air for you. Uh, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Extreme speed. Extreme speed. Back. Uh, we did extreme speed back. Oh, probably before. <clears throat> was this before 150? Quite a while. Uh, dude, I've never done an extreme speed, so it was yeah. before like 75. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so for and this is this is old vintage vintage Pokemon podcast. Uh, the rules of extreme speed are simple. We take uh, a bunch of this or that kind of questions, and we ask them to a guest. The guest will pick which one. So, for example, Meowth or Skitty, they would say Skitty, and then they would give a short one sentence why. We we want to at least get like some context of why they're picking this over that. So, like oh, I like Skitty because uh, I like its moveset better. Or maybe it's like I like Meowth because I like when it evolves into Persian over um, Delcaddy. So just a one quick uh, quick reason why you picked what you did. Uh, most of these are Pokemon questions. Sometimes we throw in some non-Pokemon questions to throw off the guest. Uh, usually makes makes some people chuckle. So got a list of like uh, 15 questions here for Drew. And uh, if he doesn't answer uh, within five seconds, we send an electric shock <laughs> to him. That's why it's extreme speed. Extreme speed. So are you ready, Drew? I'm ready. All right. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Mega Mewtwo or Mega Ampharos? Mega Ampharos, because the hair. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Mega Blaziken or Mega Beedrill? Mega Beedrill, because Beedrill's cooler. <laughs> <laughs> weak, weak. All right, uh, Pokemon X and Y or Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire? Um, X and Y has character customization. Pokemon Black and White or Pokemon Black and White 2? Black and White. Black and White 2 were garbage. <laughs> Honage or Go-Goat? Uh, Go-Goat. 
because what? you can ride him. You can ride him. <laughs> you can ride him. Yeah, in fairy. a very limited area. It, uh, fairy. Type. You can ride him on Super Smash Brothers. That's true. That's true. You can't argue with that. Fairy type or dragon type? Uh, dragon type, because dragons. <laughs> I like fairy type and dragon type, but I've been dragon type fan longer. So. All right. Uh, fire type or water type? Water type. Because water beats fire. Good answer. Uh, electric type or <laughs> ice type? Uh, I'd have to say ice type because I don't really care for Pikachu. So. All right. uh, game gear or N-Gage? Wow. What? <laughs> um, whatever the first one you said. <laughs> the Sega Game Gear. Game Gear? Yeah. No, like, N-Gage, man. Scary. Engage should have won it all. <laughs> uh, Ultra Ball or Timer Ball? Uh, timer Ball. It's a little clock that spins around when you send them out. Right. The um, Clock of Shame? <laughs> no. The uh, Clock of Shame that proves that you couldn't catch that Pokemon with a regular Pokeball? Uh, mm. Sky Battles <laughs> or Horde Battles? Sky Battles. Because there's too many annoying Horde Battles. <laughs> Uh, Hoenn or Johto? Johto, because that's where I first played. Waffles or pancakes? Waffles, because they have little compartments for your syrup. Mm, You can make delicious waffles, too. (laughs) (laughs) Triple battles or rotation battles? Um, triple battles, because you can use surf and hit pretty much everything. Uh, Candyland or Monopoly? Monopoly. Because I have a Pokemon Monopoly that Ooh. I still haven't played. Good answer, good answer. <laughs> is there a Pokemon Candyland? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Is there a Pokemon that's, Sheets and Ladders? That's like Pokemon Shuffle. <laughs> it's Pokemon Shuffle. Uh, finally, Cleffa or Pichu? Pichu, even though I hate Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That wraps up Extreme Speed. There you go. Whew. Wasn't too bad. Are you all sweaty from that extreme speed? <laughs> I was worried that y'all were going to shock me. So, Yeah, that's right. I want, don't want to be shocked. <laughs> all right, what we'll do is we'll take, uh, we'll take one more break, and then when we come back, we'll do uh, item of the week and Pokemon of the week, and we will wrap up this week's show. Another more than an hour-long show, which is, which is great. Usually we cap yeah. out an hour, but we're, we're, breaking, we're breaking boundaries here, so we'll be past my bedtime. We'll be right back. <laughs> from our second break here we haven't had a second break in quite a while but uh here we are item of the week this week's item of the week is the mega mewtwo y pokey plush large size 10 inches five out of five pokeballs six reviews total 22.99 Made in China, of course. Weighs 0.25 American pounds, 8 inches wide, 10 inches tall, 5.5 inches long. Surface wash only. Will, do you want to read the features? 
The features <laughs> are it's a large plush size <laughs> because it's one inch lo- larger than the nine inch standard plush size. Popular and mysterious Pokemon. And it's a special Mega Evolution, in case you didn't know that the Mega Mewtwo Y was a special Mega Mewtwo Evolution. <laughs> and I do believe they have a Mewtwo X uh, uh, as well. The, yep. uh, the feature guy really slacking on this one. Yeah, He only came up with four. I mean, three. Yeah, He, he didn't meet his quota. Didn't meet his and quota. I mean, two, two of them are already in the item's title, so... <laughs> I feel really like there's so much them. to say about Mewtwo and this just really dropped the ball. <laughs> and you know what's really sad? I just looked up Mega Mewtwo X and it's 10 and one quarter inches. It's a quarter inch taller than Mega Mewtwo Y. Mm, is it more expensive? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Twenty two ninety nine. You get oh. one quarter inches more Mewtwo power. Getting gypped. For the same price. <laughs> But you don't have that weird, like, head thing coming <laughs> off its head. There's a, the, there's, there's a, something really interesting going on with the, with the, the reviews here for Mega Mewtwo Y. I'm not sure what's going on, but we're going to skip the first review for now. We're going to come back to that. Uh, <laughs> seven out of seven people for the next, for the, the second review here is five out of five Pokeballs. Of course, Mewtwo is evolving. By Billy K, Electric Master from Michigan. Extremely well made. Detail is amazing. Pokemon Center plush are always the highest quality. Price is great too. Looks awesome next to Mega Mewtwo X. Seven out of seven people again found that review helpful. I don't feel that that was very honest. Because as we know from Rayquaza, the Pokemon Center plush are not always the highest quality. <laughs> you know, maybe it's the first or second one. Maybe Billy K, the electric master, has not been disappointed in what he's ordered. Um, I think we all know that that's just K from the former uh, Art of the Week editor for Pokemon Podcast website. It's like his pseudonym that he uses for writing Billy. reviews at Pokemon <laughs> Center. Billy, Billy K. Yeah, <laughs> we know you're out there, Keaton. <laughs> Since since Drew is here and it's a special occasion, we rolled out the big guns. And when I say we, I mean Togepi lover, Togepi lover, Kansas City, Missouri. Of course, where else would they be? <laughs> Zero out of 19 people found the following review helpful, titled, I love poke apostrophe mon. I like... <laughs> <laughs> Can you do it? Can I do it? All right, here we go. I like Mega Mewtwo Y, then Mega Mewtwo X. It was pretty cool how fast Mega Mewtwo Y was in the movie I saw. Mega Mewtwo Y and Mega Mewtwo X are really cool. All right. There you go. Now, we'll jump back to the first review here. Remember, we skipped it for a reason. But titled Meaning Mean looking but truly true soft softly lol is the title that's that's exactly what they say how they describe me too (laughs) reviewer mj pokemon trainer legendary lover lord's (laughs) valley that is also how they describe me um (laughs) 
I'm a lover of legendaries. Eight out of... Sorry. (laughs) Zero out of eight people found the following review helpful. I think it is awesome and elegant in a way. I watched the Genesect and the Legends Awaked movie, and it was so cool how fast Mewtwo was going. I love its red eyes. Thanks, Pokemon Center. Hmm. I feel like they got inspiration from a certain reviewer. Yeah. That he or she may... Or may not be from Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, you know, that review was written on Christmas Day 2014. Maybe that's when they got it. Somebody got a Mega Mewtwo Y for Christmas because all of the good Pokemon stuffed animals were sold out and only (laughs) Mega Mewtwo Y was left. And they're like, I've got to say something nice about it. Oh, it went really fast in that animated movie. I mean, I I bet movies sell plushes. Is what it's come down to. Mm. You know what it is? It's like, like okay, and here's something to remember for when you get old. Like, a grandparent took their kid to see the Mewtwo movie, because obviously that was the only Mewtwo movie to watch with your kid that year. And then they're like, oh, my kid really loves Mega Mewtwo. Why? Because it was the one from that movie. And then the kid's like, well, I mean, I like Pokemon. <laughs> would not be surprised if that happened for a lot of kids so grandparents just give your kids your grandchildren money they can make better decisions on their own (laughs) it's a thought well it's a thought that counts that is not true and that is especially hypocritical coming from somebody like you who returns pretty much everything I'm very picky (laughs) oh it's the thought that counts it is the thought you know, we'll read one more review just because I think this one's, you know, it sums up my thoughts. Uh, three out of 30 people found the following review helpful. Of course, five out of five Pokeballs titled, I want, I win one. <laughs> Wanny one. Uh, reviewer. <laughs> Best review ever. <laughs> reviewer Kana O. Kana O. <laughs> It goes, I don't got no money or nothing, but I would like one, <laughs> and when I do get some cash, this be on my list. The end. Um, that would be nothing. I don't got no money or nothing, but one. But I would like one, and when I do get some cash, this will be on my list. The end. <laughs> I, I nice. don't understand. Well, I mean, three out of 30 people thought that was helpful. They got five stars. We know that Kana O, once he gets this money, he's getting Some it. cash. <laughs> Some cash. Because the PokemonCenter.com accepts cash. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> uh, it's the only one he's reviewed, too. He's only I'm sorry. One. Some of these other titles are also like amazing. Yeah. Like this review title. Why, yes, I would recommend this mute. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, really good, too. <laughs> Number 150, the most savage of all Pokemon. <laughs> oh. That's really Wait. good. That guy said you can utilize the handle on Mewtwo's head to hang him from something. (laughs) It's not a handle. That's one of his delicate (laughs) organs. All right. This guy seems savage. (laughs) It's really funny. Uh, All right. Let's move to our Pokemon of the week. 
Uh, so let's see if our listeners have guessed it. Of course, we named three Pokemon at the beginning of the show. Three of Drew's favorites. Only one can be his ultimate favorite. Which is going to be our Pokemon of the Week. Hawlucha, the dual-type flying fighting Pokemon. Not to known, not known to evolve from any other Pokemon. Halucha number 701, the wrestling Pokemon. Is he a member of the Lucha Dragons? <laughs> <laughs> he could be. Mm. He could be. Uh, Drew has a moveset for you guys, but before we get to that, let's uh, read a little biology here about uh, Halucha. Halucha makes up its... Let me start over here. Halucha makes up for its small body with its profici- proficiency in fighting, which allows it to keep up with the bigger fighters such as Machamp and Harimara. Harimara. <laughs> Harimara. Hariyama? Hariyama. <laughs> Hariyama. Harry Yams. <laughs> it definitely con- <laughs> controls its position in the air by using its wings. A favorite tactic is to strike from above as many opponents have a hard time defending against this maneuver. Prior to Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, Halucha was the only known Pokemon capable of learning Flying Press. Signature move. It's a finisher, as some would say. Yeah, but that's a lie. Because <laughs> Smeargle could have learned it. I guess, yeah. Smeargle could learn any it move. Yeah, well, that's not what that's not what they said. He I, could sketch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, this the only fighting flying Pokemon? Yes. I can't think, think of any others. Oh no, no! Halucha is definitely the only fighting other flying form. Eventually. Oh uh, yeah, the only trivia fact here is no other Pokemon has the same type combination as Halucha. Much like Surskit. Much like mm-hmm. Surskit. Uh, Halucha is based on the combination of a bird of prey and a luchador, and many of its dr- also uh, draws inspiration from Aztec eagle warriors. <laughs> they give me no eagle powers. <laughs> uh, so, what makes this your uh, favorite Pokemon, Drew? Um, was this like your Gen Six? Like it just clicked with you? Yeah, I thought he was awesome looking. Um, I'm. I know y'all are both wrestling fans, but. I haven't watched it recently. I watched it when I was really young, but I don't know. I like Nacho Libre, even though it's a really dumb movie, but it's it kind of hit home with that movie. I was like, well, that movie's really funny. I really like Pokemon. This is the Nacho Libre of Pokemon, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I thought he was <laughs> I thought he was one of the cooler ones that got introduced. Yeah. In Gen 6 for sure. It's I mean, and he's, really, he's sitting at 500 base stat total, so I don't know if you would ever see him in, you know, the, the the hardcore competitive play, you know, that some people like to do. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. I just like to change my voice every now and then. <clears throat> you, you don't uh, see him a whole lot, but he's not uncommon. Yeah. A lot you, of people now do you, use you, him. you have a, a moveset for our listeners here for Halucha. Yeah, um, a lot of people, like, if you see them on Battle Spot or whatever, they'll run Sky Attack with the, uh, I think, the Power Herb. So, that, like, Sky Attack only takes one turn. You get that really strong attack, and then you can use his um, Burden ability to uh, 
get a little speed boost. But um, I don't like doing that just because, I don't know, then you can't really use that move anymore after you use it that first time. And then but, for our listeners real quick, un- unburden, unburden, which is one of his abilities, is doubles the Pokemon speed stat when a held item is lost. But I say to give him high jump kick, um, quick guard, uh, encore, <clears throat> and acrobatics, and then give him a citrus berry to uh, hold. So, um, which I play a lot of VGC. I don't really play smoke on rules that that much, but uh, in VGC, there's a lot more need for quick guard than there would be in like single battles or something. But I don't know. I think that move set would be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, no signature flying press. I really like that move, but it's just not powerful enough for that. And what is it that that move does? Does it? Like I'm always confused with when it's a fighting move and when it's a flying move. Uh, the effect here is flying press deals damage despite being a fighting move. The damage is dealt from actually a combination of fighting and flying types, and thus its effect- effectiveness against a Pokemon differs from other fighting type moves. However, for for all other purposes, it is a fighting move. Only a fighting move can... Only fighting type Pokemon can receive the same type attack bonus on flying press and it is unaffected by items like sky plate and flying gem. Flying press is used under flying plus is used while under the effect of electrify or normalize. Damage is calculated using flying and normal flying type and electric or normal type modifiers. The target has minimized flying press will never miss and its base set powers double. Flying press cannot hit non-adjacent type Pokemon. Uh, it doesn't really say. That was the Bulbapedia. Yeah. Because I'm just confused on it. Because when I've used it in the game, like it says it's a fighting type move, but it says it'll da- do damage as flying or fighting, depending on what you're attacking. So I figured if you attack a ghost type Pokemon, it'll do flying type damage, since a fighting type wouldn't normally affect it. But it still doesn't affect a ghost type. So I was just confused. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll, we can get clarification on that. Next episode, it looks like it's always considered a fighting type. Unless Electrify is in effect, then it's considered an electric type. And then if Normalize is in effect, it's considered normal. And then during an inverse battle, it's considered a psychic type move. Hmm. Not that inverse no, battles happen all the time. Because yeah. I, I would think that was giving me a headache. I was, gonna, I was thinking that it would be anything that was uh, f- uh, weak to flying type moves would be weak to this move, which they are. Fighting is, okay, dark is because that's the, the fighting part. Ice is because that's the fighting part. Grass is. And normal is because of the fighting. But why isn't bug? Is bug weak against fighting? Is that a thing? Uh, well, bug is weak to flying type. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But is it? Does it resist fighting type? I don't think so. Do we not know our Pokemon's? Oh, cl- well, clearly I don't. I'm only here for voice. <laughs> voice alone. I'm um, only here to look pretty. On an audio show, yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> My talents are wasted. Uh, here, hold on. Bug type generation six takes half damage from fighting. 
There you go. There you go. But it takes double damage from flying, so then it just balances out. Yeah, because birds eat bugs. I mean, clearly. Who doesn't? Huh, interesting. I think Alucha is really cool. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't scream wrestling to me. He screams luchador. Luchador, yeah. Which yeah. I, I yeah, it is a form of wrestling. Like he's lucha, like the lucha, lucha dragons. Lucha dragons, yeah. Actually, he's like what's that other team? Like the wolf ones, the oh. House of Wolves. No. Luchadors. <laughs> yeah. what, what are they? Which one? What is that? What are they called? Oh no, it's the like the Minotaurs, right? Okay. And then they have the, the one the little guy. No, no, no! It's in, it's one of the luchador teams. Uh, they're like the the bulls or something, but they have like a little guy who's their mascot. Oh, the matadors! The matadors! And then Halucha's like the little guy, and he always sneaks up and like grabs the other team's legs so that they can't tag team in and stuff like that. That's what Halucha's doing. Um, there was a uh, Halucha EX released as part of the Furious Fists in TCG. Mm, yep. Yeah, yeah. My uh only TCG deck that I've ever made that's my main one in it is the Holicha. Oh, nice. Yeah, because it does um, two damage uh, anytime that it's attacked, so you could throw mm-hmm. a rocket helmet on that and get like four or five damage. I don't even remember. How sad is this? I don't remember how much damage <laughs> a rocket helmet does. Oh, it's been a year since I played TCG. So sad. I think his shiny is really cool too. I don't yeah, have it's like black and something. Yeah, it's like black, purple, and green and red. That's really cool. It's, it's a lot of colors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a luchador, so he's got to be bright and colorful. Bright. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. Really cool. Well thought out Pokemon overall. I would love to see like a another luchador in like a diff, slightly different kind of like a Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. Yeah. I feel like a lot of fighting Pokemon benefit from some sort of partner. That would be cool. Hmm. That would be like, what would be a cool type to, I mean, fighting flying is cool because obviously fighting is weak to flying, um, much in the same way that fighting and psychic is. So what would be another cool typing for a fighting type? Fighting water? That's never been done. If I'm not yeah, mis- Poliwrath. Oh, yeah, yeah. No one uses Poliwrath, though. Polytoad's way better. Hmm. Yeah. Fighting Dark has been done, right? Fighting yeah. Electric? Pangora. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fighting Electric. And, and the, the pants guy. The pants um, guy. <laughs> The one whose pants is always falling down. Scraggy. 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 Or um, Scraggy, yeah. Hmm. Who do, fighting Fairy? Is there a Fighting Fairy? I don't think so. There's not exactly. a lot of Fairy, really, to begin with. Because fighting be is weak to fairy as well. So that would kind of also fall under the same uh, categorization as like fighting psychic, fighting flying, and then fighting fairy. Yeah. would be pretty cool. Halucha's not in the, the Pokken fighters, is it? I don't think so. Uh, not yet. Yeah. That would be a great one to add. Yeah, that would be like a no-brainer. He'd be the fast, like, he'd be the fast one that doesn't hit very hard, but, you know, makes up for speed and... Mm-hmm. Why not? Has like a really high jump or something. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. That would be really cool. Well, that pretty much wraps up our show for today. Uh, I thought it was a good episode. Brought back some some old segments. Always good, even with the, the lackluster news that we had. 
Uh, before we get going, I do want to bring up our Patreon, which is going on. Uh, we are running a Patreon just to uh, do some more stuff with it, Super Effective, get you new and more content than ever before. Uh, so if you want to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and you can donate like a dollar or five dollars or a million dollars. Uh, I'm not going to object to any amount. Uh, but we do have uh, cool rewards, so even just donating a dollar a month will get you access to our Slack community. And uh, a lot of cool things happening there. We have a Mario Kart tournament coming up uh, with prizes that will happen. We uh, we figured out the, the way to beat Reggie Rock and Pokemon Shuffle. Uh, I mean, I'm sure somebody else figured it out, but it was cool to see our little community kind of come together and uh, kind of solve that or even just talk about our frustrations with Reggie Rock and... Uh, there's a lot of breeding going on. There's a lot of trading going on. I think actually both Drew and Will participated into a, a free-for-all battle. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of things going on. And then, you know, you don't have to comment or anything, but there's a lot of you can lurk and just kind of read. And it's, it's very friendly, very cool. So a dollar gets you into our Slack community. Uh, $5 gets you some stickers every couple months. So there's some stuff there. Uh, if you don't want to support the show, that's cool because the show will always be free. Uh, always coming out on Mondays every week, but uh, yeah, just trying to do some more stuff. And so, donations are cool; they exist in some world or another. So, is there a cake? Cake? I don't know. I heard rumors in the Slack community that you were giving out cake. No, uh, there was there. Somebody suggested I I make and give out a cake once we hit fifty members. I think we're at like forty four right now. So, maybe. I'll make a cake for myself and eat it, possibly. That's a thing. <laughs> well, I think we all know I don't eat cake. Oh, so. Cake's so good. Cheesecake is good, but cake, mm. cake is, makes you fat. Cheesecake does too. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's all like protein for weightlifting. <laughs> Getting that well, halluchi you don't- <laughs> all pumped up. Yep. Uh, Will, where can they find you and your cheesecake? Uh, well, I usually just either get the Trader Joe's uh, cheesecake or the Giant brand cheesecake from the Giant supermarket, sometimes called Stop and Shop in other parts of the country. Uh, but you can just tweet at me at Wash in the Sink, W-A-S-H-I-N-T-H-E-S-I-N-K, and find out if I'm at the grocery store and just ask me to pick up some cheesecake for you. Uh, I do only consume plain. I do not do flavored fruit or otherwise cheesecakes only plain cheesecake new york style in this house uh and then washing the sink also on psn if you want to play destiny with me because i really need help getting the wolves out of the vault of glass thanks (laughs) spoiler uh drew where can they find you if you want to be found um on twitter and psn both at drewski drew 10 that's D-R-E-W-S-K-I underscore D-R-E-W underscore one zero. Uno zero. Yep. Uh, awesome. Uh, you, can follow, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at Dragging A Lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, all the same, slash PKMNCast, or Patreon is slash It's Super Effective. Uh, we're on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, directly on PokemonPodcast.com. Lots of ways to listen to us, but you've probably figured that out because you've made it to the end of the show. Uh, we appreciate you listening. 
I appreciate Will and Drew being on today. So thank you. Thank you for having me, Steve. Thank you for having me. Nah, no problem. This has (laughs) been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are... Super Lucha Dragons! Yeah. (laughs) It's always a mess. Uh, Good night, everyone.